Hey everybody, it's Thursday night, it's time for another Kingdom of Loathing podcast, and I'm Jick. And I'm Riff. And I'm Hot Stuff. How's it been, guys? Pretty good. How's it go been? And been going in? Good. Sure. I feel like I am fighting off um, being sick. Bees? A horde oh. of Huns? Yes. <laughs> um, I, I did not sleep a lot over the weekend, and I was around uh, some sick children. So. Oh yeah, you, you, oh, no. you mystery hunted. I did. I'm we assuming our- you're going to want to talk about that on uh, on video games hot dog at length, but uh, you got you got second place. No, we got best place. <laughs> oh, okay. It's because you won, <laughs> but you didn't win so hard that you have to write the next. Oh, hot. Exactly. right. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Because first place is really a chumps is really a chumps. Uh, right. First position. place is like congratulations, you won a full time unpaid job. <laughs> right. That's really really hard. Yep. Well, wow. uh, and we were like ten minutes, ten minutes behind there. Oh, I thought you said 45 minutes behind. Uh, well, I did not realize that they had to stall us while the other team like did the their thing. So we were we were literally 10 minutes behind them. Oh, while they did the runaround? No, no, while they well, while they like they they got to the room 10 minutes before we did and so we had to like go through a holding kelp for, forest. Mm. <laughs> Apparently. Okay. <laughs> oh, cuz it was like 20,000 puzzles under the sea. Yep. Uh, were there literally 20,000 puzzles? Well, uh, kind of uh in base three, there were. <laughs> um, okay. Also, there was In one. MIT, sure. There was one puzzle that was the ten thousand puzzle pyramid, which was a zip file which contained uh, a little over ten thousand files. Each file, each of the text files, was a puzzle. Huh. So you basically had to write a program to solve the puzzle for you. Whoa! Interesting. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that at length later. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, I am. Um, I made a I, that thing that I think I talked about on the podcast before. A generalized thing for doing polls and voting on stuff. Oh, not like um, poll dancing. Not like yeah, yeah, generalized. No, do, poll no doing polls. Uh, that's what we call this drug that has gotten really popular in <laughs> <Okay>. Arizona. <laughs> it's it's just meth. Um, <laughs> but I wrote a program to refer to it as doing polls. So the the popo which I also refer to as the polls, uh, won't arrest me. <laughs> your, your slang is getting more and more confusing. It is getting yeah, pretty weird, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't want the polls to find out about my polls. And also some of the polls are polls, uh, like Officer right. Wisniewski and right. Officer Wachowski. Uh, so. so, well, you know, you're working for that that most obscure slang competition with the, with the, the Londoners, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they're going to win. Mm. That shit is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Did we ever write, we, somebody needs to get Darius on this. We need to write a uh, Cockney rhyming slang generator that just takes two word idioms and finds other idioms and then uses a rhyming oh. dictionary to just, and then just the tweets are, it explains the whole thing. Oh, okay. that's good. That'd be okay. pretty funny. All right. That's a project that. for someone. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I made that thing so it's much easier for me to just say, hey, guys, vote for a thing. Um, what I did not do was allow any sort of affordance for uh, things where you could, like, vote for multiple things in okay. it. Because I only spent, like, half an hour making this thing. The very first, like, time period vote was a vote for three, wasn't it? No, it was when we had, like, a list of six or eight monsters and we let people vote for three. Okay. And the, one, the, the, the three that got the most votes went in. I don't know that I will do that again. Um, cause I feel like putting in the ones that I like makes it easier to then generate the content associated with them. And people right. didn't really seem to miss it, 
when we when we stop doing that right the last couple times so i don't think it's gonna be a big deal people so, people yeah. get to yell stuff out in the chat anyway and good ideas bubble to the top yeah, yeah. absolutely are we doing what are we doing for the next one Is it gonna be like uh, it's Jetsons a surprise future? it's a thing okay. that we did because we didn't have a vote last time because right. i'd already decided so it's just going to be what it is okay um it'll probably be like first week of february i'm guessing and then we'll do the vote for the next one and i already set up that poll so cool because it took like no time at all it's just basically like in a choice adventure in the pre-exec code block mm -hmm. you just say do poll and then the name of a poll <laughs> and then poll. yeah you do polls um and then you make a word bucket called poll underscore that and give it the first. So if you make a poll called fart face, the first line of the word bucket has to be fart face, which is idiotic. I don't know why I did that. Yeah, why? Because well, it's uh, already got a name. Yeah, I know. Okay. Um, uh, and it doesn't do anything with that once it reads it out of there. <laughs> so you could also put in a blank line if you wanted. Uh, and then the title of the poll and then the description, like the, the, you know, just the text that's going to appear before it. And then options one per line. I don't know how many can go. I guess uh, that and then it just works. Maybe makes it slightly easier when you're editing it because you won't forget which one you're working on or something. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you can look at the title above the edit box and know which one you're working on, but it, yeah, you're it, it, anyway, I just was like, oh, this will be a thing that I need. It might actually use it for. Like, cause they wouldn't have to match up. So it does use that for what it calls it when it stores the votes. Okay. And I think I wrote my first, uh, insert on duplicate key update query. Cause I don't remember ever doing that before. It's where you can, in a single query, just like it checks to see if it needs to create or increment a row. Okay. That's a handy feature. I went to the data center yesterday. How, how yesterday. is this the first time that you've written that query because there are plenty of places that's like i've just never i tended to just do it before i knew about that i would just be like update this row and if that didn't create if that didn't work then create this row oh so you waited um, to you waited to see if it failed and if it failed yeah i mean well, that's exactly what insert on duplicate key update update does i was just doing it in code rather than letting the web server do it huh um but yeah it was, it was just there is a that's a thing that you need all the time and so there's a feature that does it i went to the data center and installed a bunch uh, installed a like a big uh, enclosure filled with hard drives so that we have more space yay for things like backups we have less uh, space for things other than hard drives in the server rack though now that's true it's big um but you know it went into some existing empty space okay so I didn't, it didn't intersect any of the other servers when oh, I put good. it in there. I also put in a, a third switch. I, well, it's, it was actually just our hot spare switch in there, which is now being used because we ran out of, uh, we ran out of ports on the inside switch. Okay. Um, and couldn't plug the hard drive enclosure in. So we moved all of the, the reason that we ran out of ports is because all of the newer servers have IPMI, which is like, uh, sort of keyboard and mouse presence thing that you can use but it uses an ethernet cable like okay. you can go directly into the ipmi ports even if the machines are not connected to the network um so it eliminated the need for that kvm switch or the serial cables that we used to use to be able to get console on the terminals but anyway each of those required an additional port is KVM on the switch keyboard video mouse keyboard video mouse yeah huh king Veins. King Volomans Mines. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
so yeah, that's what I that's what I did. They replaced all of the air conditioners at the data center with even louder, even harsher. Wow, air conditioner. It's fucking terrible. How did they I, find more powerful air conditioners? I reached in. There were some. Cu- there were a couple sheets of paper on top of something in the rack, and I reached in and picked it up to look at it. And then when I put it back down, it just blew away. <laughs> So it's, it's like being like on the deck of a square rigger ship or something. Yeah, there's less rain, okay. but only a little bit less. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fucking terrible. It like it's just going to be another one of those things where every time you go there you get sick. I don't think that's actually going to happen though. Hmm. Um we're getting ready to go to Vegas for a little board game <laughs> enthusiasts party. True. In my in my pants. I no. mean in my room. No. Um, no, no. Okay. I, d- I did get a four-legged pair of pants for the four of us to stay in. Hot stuff. <laughs> to keep your table warm. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It keeps, you know, and, and it's like also to keep the table decent. <laughs> I, uh, I cut up an old pair of jeans to make a, a bathroom strop for my razor. Oh, did um. you? Huh. Did you start using a razor? No, I've been using a razor for years now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I forgot that you switched. Yeah. Well, I, I use it in addition to uh, an electric razor. Yeah. I mean, that's good. Like the electric razor gets it down to where the razor doesn't have to be nearly as sharp or yeah. new to work. Yeah. That lets um, me sort of keep the razor on there for a year. Yeah. Next step is to migrate to Harry's because uh, they don't last quite as long, but they're way, way cheaper. Well, I mean, is it cheaper than buying a razor a pack of five racers once every five years. I guess probably not. Okay. But it does let you. I'm, I was reminded every time I did use a new one, how nice it is to sometimes use a new razor. Uh, yeah. You I know? mean, there, it is definitely, you get like this beautiful month or so where it's just like, ah, it's like, it's like rubbing silk over your face and having all your hair fall off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like silk. Very sharp, silk dangerous with, silk. Yeah. Silk with tiny knives yeah. in it or, um, <laughs> Or barbers, silk that's made out of barber hair. Do you think that and the they had, ghosts they had, of the barbers <laughs> use their tiny little ghost scissors to cut your hair as it slides past? The those like sword makers in ancient Japan used to have uh, have to cut the knife, the knife silk with even sharper knives. <laughs> right, <laughs> and nobody wants to touch that shit, so you had to be able to cut it under its own power. And the it occurred to them like we should just wear this silk as armor because it would be really <laughs> lightweight and no swords can cut it but then they realized that uh, people would make fun of them in the locker room for not having any body hair at all <laughs> if they did that so nobody was willing to do it even though it would have rendered them immortal they couldn't handle being made fun of for not having well, pubes you, i mean you also have to be very careful about never walking sideways <laughs> that's true <laughs> don't walk against the grain yeah uh guys you want to answer some questions from the players of the kingdom of loathing browser-based internet video multiplayer game sure that's what they call that right i agree multiplayer game (laughs) yeah t coop says i ran out of skills to perm today what's the eta on the next 90 skill class revamp 2070 (laughs) uh judo 2 says please remove the auto cell from fancy calligraphy pens and make them free pulls in hardcore already did that before you even sent that question in buddy Nice. Um, Did you I didn't, trivial update it? I didn't, because uh, I'm terrible at that. We got to change that pirate thing, and then I forgot to trivial update it for like three hours. Yeah, we got to uh, get better at 
trivial wing. Now that now that it's uh, we've got to our new paradigm where we just trivial everything we do. Yeah. Paradigm. Yeah. We just use the word paradigm. Trivial update. Tweet. <laughs> uh, that was that was awful. Yep. <laughs> thing I just did. Vinny B says y'all should add something ascension relevant to the spelunker so I can justify buying one. You know, huh? I really? didn't. <sighs> Participating in the player economy and making uh, boatloads of meat from your daily drops is not enough optimality for you. I mean, I get, I get why some people are saying that they want that, but I also think it's okay if you just don't have to buy it. I right? also think it's I mean, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I like. I don't want to shoehorn some bullshit into it that that didn't naturally occur to us as we were making it, you know? <laughs> All natural bullshit. Only. Yeah. <clears throat> well, I mean, like, the collective unconscious thing was, like, it was, it fell out of the content rather than being mm. a thing that we tried to, oh, we got to make this ascension critical, right? And it's like, you know, people were already... People are already, and this is, this is, this is a reasonable way to feel. I think a little grouchy about the idea of every two years having to buy or every three years having to buy another spleen familiar just to have the exact same functionality. Mm. Um, and so I didn't want to, yeah, I don't know. It's just a lot to dump on people all at once. Um, if we were going to make it sort of required for optimal play. And I, you know, so I just sort of chose not to. And I mean, maybe that bites us in the ass, but this was also less work than most familiars of the year because it was really just me and didn't take all that long and it doesn't consist of as much. And so, you know, it's fine. You can just buy the things. You can buy the tales from other people if you want. I don't know how expensive they are in the mall at this point, but that skill is slowly going to creep in and then that'll be fun for people. Uh, Science314 says, any intention of updating the 8-bit realm? You've revisited it twice in limited time content with Vanya's Castle and the Crackpot Mystic Psycho Jar, and a lot of content could write itself. I'd love to see the door leading to a whole new map with a few smaller zones to hunt in. Uh, also, it'd be cool if there were more things the Mystic could make, and then in the course of a normal ascension, you get more out of it than a digital key and maybe a red potion. As it stands, you leave as soon as you can make the digital key, and so get to take very little in terms of other prizes out of there. Maybe add more pixel colors that can't mix to make white ones, or make the key more than just spend all your non-black pixels to finish this zone. I kind of wish that it didn't have the red, green, blue equals white <laughs> thing. Um, you mean you, why spend, do you say that? spending one of each to get a white one? Yeah, because that creates the situation that this person is lamenting. Where there's no value to keep. You don't ever else. get anything else, right? Like you, you don't. I mean, not that you would anyway, I don't think, if you were playing seriously, like once you get the outfit or whatever, because it's just, I mean, and the outfit might be tradable. It's like old enough. You know, I do, I do like the idea of expanding it a little bit, but it's not, I don't think it would be like a big deal revamp because. What we should do is after you beat Vanya's castle, you can then play the upside down version of it. Okay. And then when you're done with that, you just leave and you're in the upside down version of the entire kingdom. Okay. Yeah. And we, we can do that easily. Just Ajax every picture upside down. <laughs> we turned, uh, we, I mean, we already sort of did that uh, for that one, April Fool's. Oh, yeah, that's We supported right. Australian See, there browsers. There you go. So, yeah. Already done. Yep. <laughs> um, but I mean, Vanya's Castle, you know, we could just add Vanya's Castle as recurring content, you know, like we could just put it in there. 
Oh yeah, every two hundred years it appears. <laughs> yeah, the mist. That's how it works. <laughs> uh, Vinny B says, "Do y'all still occasionally write new word realms insults?" I keep gifting that game to people. No, uh, it would be basically impossible to produce new builds of it now. Uh, I mean, CD Moyer could do it, but it would be gross. Yeah. Um. So no. Uh, refer to me as Michael on the podcast. Thank you. Okay. Derek. <laughs> Hi, guys. Uh, as far as I can tell, the current way to end up with the effect beaten up is as follows. Don't wear HP regen equipment. If you do, damage dealt minus HP plus HP regen max per turn equals zero means you get beaten up. Is this deliberate? No, that shit is all fucked up and it got <laughs> even more fucked up and I don't know. People were like, I really like that they removed beaten up as a thing. <laughs> Oops. Sorry, guys. Yeah, and and like... I. Yeah. <laughs> They're probably right, but I feel like it There's basically so just, little death penalty in this game. Yeah, to begin it just with. taxes you one turn that you will spend resting, right? As a new player, yeah. and you're going to do that anyway because you don't know, you don't have the meat to buy HP restoring stuff. You don't know the easy ways to do it. Uh, Carrie Filth says, "Do you gonna yeah? You gonna turn the fancy calligraphy text into a legitimate downloadable font? I'd use it. I think there's a lot more to making a font." Than just drawing pictures of letters. I mean, uh, I haven't investigated that. It probably wouldn't be hard. It would definitely let me fix the kerning. <laughs> well, but it wouldn't. We wouldn't be able to use. No, we I couldn't. Mean, we well, couldn't I guess we use could. It as we such could let people download probably. the font, right? We, the, the, you can do web fonts. Okay. Right. Sure. But I don't. Fonts have to be uh, vector. No, I mean, you could. It could be an old school bitmap font. It. That might have cause it a bunch to be, of different sizes. Yeah, you, it would have to have a, a bunch of sizes pre-made, and you could. There have might a font be some that was newer... only in one size. Yeah, you, I mean, oh, I like guess White Castle could, fries, but... Verdana. <laughs> also, some I feel like probably there's some newer software that doesn't like bitmap fonts, probably and stuff. But uh, I don't know. For general purposes, it probably would be fine. Would it be a font or would it be a typeface? Uh, I can never remember which is which. I think the technical term is a funt. A funt? <laughs> uh, invented by Alan Funt. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was actually Alan Funt's dad. Oh, really? Come on. Alan Funt didn't invent writing. <laughs> he invented jokes. <laughs> <laughs> and lying. Uh, Gordito says, can accommodations be made hoverable or clickable with information about the path in which they were earned? No, because that data does not exist. Um, those are just stored as flags and it has no idea where you got it from. Uh, Deus Ex Machina says, how are your New Year's resolutions working out? I didn't make any. I'm not really yeah. a New Year's resolution kind of guy. Me neither. I also did not make any. Although I uh, I was going to the gym a lot and then the mystery hunt hit and I have not been back since. So got to get back on that particular horse, I think. I've been working out kind of regularly given the proximity of the room in which my exercise equipment is you know, it closer than it is when I'm in San Francisco. Right. Uh, but still not much. I'm drinking a lot. That was one of my resolutions. Yay. Uh, how about you, Deus Ex Machina? Write in and let us know how your New Year's resolutions are turning out. A hero called Frog says, I think leaderboard change to stop uh, to top ascenders instead of ascensions is great. Can we get a personal leaderboard that shows the 10 people ahead of our top ascension and the 10 people behind? No. You know, that would maybe actually not be super, super hard. To, like, do, like, a personal leader 
board. Yeah, because I mean, all we would have to do would be to run a version of that query that just dumped into a table the entire ascension history for the path. Could you right? Could you ha- just have like the the hourly Hall of Records update thing, um, and then just parse it and put your put the players run in the right spot well currently it, it only it limits it to the top however many right but I mean, the, if you if you had that generate yeah but i'm saying you could have you could have it generate the entire list create the top 10 board but then also just save out all of the rows yeah that's i guess that's it, what i mean right because i mean it would only be like it would only be like a few thousand i think at this point i mean it'll grow over time but yeah then you could write you know, you could just put a thing in the museum that was like, here's where your run is compared to other people, which would be like your most recent run. No, your the fastest. W- oh, oh, not the one that you just completed. No, that would be actually more difficult because it would be at, like that data doesn't get collated except every hour. Your fastest run in what path? The, Wh- the path. That whichever like, board you're looking at? Yeah, whichever at? board. Okay. I I'm, would probably only do this for standard because that's the only leaderboard that currently works that way. Okay. It's the only one apart from the challenge. No, I guess the challenge path went. The current challenge path and the standard. This is a good idea. This is a good idea. This is a thing that we should do. I, I don't think it would be that big a deal if the data that you got was stale, right? Like if you did get your... You could maybe have both your best run and your most recent run if they're different. Um, right. I mean, I guess it could fake it because it knows what the data looked like from an hour ago and it knows. It doesn't have to fake. I mean, like, in, unless it you're. Do- Kevin, it does have to fake it. The data does not exist when you ascend, right? Like, it. It would have to create a fake version of the thing that is being displayed from the actual list of everybody's fastest dissensions. Right? And you might appear on your own list, right? If your previous fastest ascension is close to the one that you just did. Right. That's okay. I feel like. But you can't naturally generate that. Well, you shouldn't naturally generate that query. I guess I wasn't suggesting it as a query. I was I was suggesting just popping their name into a flat text file. Right? Like, just when you do the Hall of Records update, dump the whole list to a text file when they ascend. Just put them where they would be on the list, even if it's, you know, 50 minutes old or whatever. Right. I mean, that's... I wasn't... A text file is harder to parse than just dumping it into a table. I see. Right. Okay. So I, I'm suggesting dumping it into a table, but then you might appear next to yourself on the table. Right. So we would have to do a bunch of processing to display it. The the Doing this at the time when you do an ascension rather than generating it based on data from an hour ago is a completely different engineering problem. Huh. Is what I'm suggesting. It makes a lot of sense that that's when you would want to see it yeah. potentially, but also is just not data that actually exists in that form when that happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, it might not be, you know, it, it's not hard. It's just a different thing. It has to, it has to generate a fakey version of the same thing that is using partly data from one source and partly data from another source. Right. Um, 
Bernacio says, hey guys, if you don't mind, I have a suggestion on what you could do in off-seasons for when you don't want to design a bad challenge path. What would you think of a design a challenge kit in Valhalla that we could impose restrictions on ourselves with? Basically, you'd have a selection of challenges that you could stack on top of a normal no-path ascension, like stat boosts and debuffs inverted, or only combat familiars, or all monsters are physical resistant, and so on. Every other season, you, you could have some additional... Pete, who is afraid of bees. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could uh, you could add some additional restrictions you might have thought of for the toolbox to us use. Possibly for every additional rule you impose, you could get additional karma. Of course, those are likely really bad examples of how this kind of thing could work, and I have no idea how much work it would take to implement. Anyways, I hope you guys have another great week. I mean, that that would be possible to do. Um, it might be tricky to balance like bonus karma versus mm-hmm. individual restrictions like that. There would probably be some sort of optimal risk reward setup yeah uh gigglebeard says i was very bummed out to see that boris couldn't use the tales of spelunking i really love the tales and boris it's obviously a thematic issue with boris not reading because his tales give no in run benefit and boris gets no advantage no boris has a distinct disadvantage in that he can't equip any of the weapons so it's just not Uh. fun for him and rather than go back and fix the paths that made it basically impossible to play. We just decided to lock them out because that's kind of the precedent that we want to set. Does that mode not let you write exceptions for that kind of stuff? But it would be exceptions in the Boris code. I'm saying that this is, it was just sort of like, I did not want to spend a bunch of time implementing and testing exceptions to the code that stops Boris from equipping other weapons. I see. Right. Because it just makes the code goofy and dangerous and it's doing so in the service of a years old challenge path, as opposed to just saying, you know, just wait till you're done doing this to play this thing that came out yesterday. Um, you know, we're as permissive as we can be without actually risking breaking old stuff. Hmm. Um, yeah. And I, I mean, I'm sorry that you want to play the game when you're in a Boris run and you can't. Um, oh, Thrensa says, Hey guys, any chance the 8-bit realm can get a touch, uh, get a touch up to make getting the key a little less tedious. Even just a pick a side in the pixel war to eliminate half the monster list would be great. Turn one non-combat can be pick a side or kill them all. Uh, the new tower cut the hole in the sky down by no longer needing the star gear. The daily dungeon is four to five turns with the cubeling and you pretty much get the skeleton key handed to you in the crypt. This leaves the digital key as the sore thumb and takes just about the same amount of turns to get as all the others combined. 10 to 15 for the star key, 15 for the avatar keys, zero for the skeleton is 25 to 30. Matthew people in the forum say digital is an average of 24 plus clicking attack 24 plus times in a row is just boring. I sh- Sure. I mean, like, basically what you're saying is make ascensions way faster (laughs) right right and that's a hard sell because like i don't think there's anything wrong with one of the keys being like taking longer to get than the others right i mean and i i guess part of this is just because people are actually doing standard runs where you can't use vanya's castle um but yeah i mean I don't know. It just feels like a dangerous thing to do to just like, all right, here's just this revamp that shaves a bunch of turns off. I would like to make it more interesting. I would be fine if like you could get a key's worth of white pixels for 10 fewer turns and a clover or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right. But not just mm-hmm. not just at no resource cost because it, it yeah. 
Uh, Hormone says, why don't pigs die underwater? If you zap an underwater monster with a wand of pigification, why can the pig breathe? Because magic? <laughs> Pig gills? Yeah. Pigs pigs can breathe underwater. That's that's what you don't realize. Pigs are amphibious. Yeah, when uh, Jesus cast the cast the unclean spirits into the herd of swine mm-hmm. and ran them into the ocean, it was just so that they would leave, not yeah, so that they yeah, would die. Exactly. It was like just hang out down there where you're not in anybody's way. Uh-huh. And that is in fact where all of the that was where the merkin came from. <laughs> they eventually evolved from pigs. Yeah. Which is why it's like a weird parallel evolution, right? Like pigs evolved from early aquatic life, but then when Jesus forced evolution to run in reverse, mm. it created the gross merkin thing that you see now. Uh, Nero May Cry says, hello, I wanted to thank you all for making a great game. Just got my anniversary gift and it was a cool, cool thing. Well, thank you for saying so. Hey, dude, says 0109, I've had a scarecrow ever since it was introduced, but I'm only getting around to playing with it now. I'm a bit annoyed by the fact that it will drop its pants, hey, hey, in favor of an item that is locked for all familiars, in my case, the Itabitahuga. Would it be possible to fix this? Thanks, Owen. Well, I mean, it wouldn't really be fixing it. It would be changing it, and probably there's a bunch of people who have grown accustomed to the way that it works now. Right? I mean, because what you're saying when you lock the familiar equipment is equip this on all of my familiars and saying equip this on all of my familiars except the ones that have something else on is a different thing entirely and probably also not what you want so there would need to either be a special case handling for and i'm not talking about like it wouldn't be hard to make it happen i don't want to shit up the interface to allow it to happen Mm. by saying this is locked except this is a kind of lock that doesn't apply to pants like, there are three locks. Okay, there can be three locks. Four locks. One of them, the keyhole is shaped like a pants. One of them, the keyhole is shaped like a hat. One of them, the keyhole is shaped like a sword. So you can lock gear to everything except the disembodied hand. Mm. Uh, Kuwerty says, why didn't you add a worm area to the Spelunky minigame? Other than that, it's great. I, I just ran out of uh, places to put stuff. There was more stuff in there that I wanted... Uh, I wanted more stuff than there was room for with two unlockable areas per, per area. I was thinking about doing a, um, although this doesn't consist of much, but I was thinking about doing another one of those postmortems because I actually, like I could just show my initial drawings and notes mm-hmm. for that and it would be like scanning three pages of stuff. Um, People like that. It is not nearly as nice as the Dreadsylvania one. <laughs> right. You know. Uh, Michael says, hello, KOL team. Kingdom of Loathing is great. When I donated recently, I did so knowing I'd enjoyed myself a lot during the past six years due to the content you've created. I do not expect you to give me the opportunity to acquire every single item you create. I do not expect the fundamental design of the game to stay the same. My money was not a representation of my trust in you to treat me as an equal among other players or bend at my will with regard to future game changes. It was a symbol of my gratitude. When you design the game, when you design the game, you decide my character's fate. I expect nothing more and nothing less. Thank you for so many laughs. Michael. Derek. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. That was nice <laughs> yes. of you to say. P.S. Jake, would you consider another podcast program with a similar format to Advice Hot Dog? I liked where that was going. Yeah, I wish we could just do Advice Hot Dog. But uh, can you guys not Skype the way? It's just not very good. Hmm. We don't have the same sort of ability to, to do that. Yeah. Um, 
Gigglebeard says, I'm just writing in to say that the new Spelunky minigame is awesome. Thank you for making it. I'm really excited while playing it and while waiting to see what scores of other people post. It has been a blast. Well, awesome. We should see if Derek U wants to play through it ever. Yeah. He was excited that it existed, but I don't know if he has time to play games. Yeah. What with a child? No, I saw, I saw you tweeting at him in case uh, he had a KOL account. Yeah. Monsieur says, for each of you, uh, what in the last week have you worked on that you were the happiest about that you can tell us? If it's all secret hush-hush, last month, 2007? Uh, I made polls. <laughs> you mean meth? <laughs> Pol- no, police. Oh. <laughs> There's a police zone coming up. Uh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm working on, well, actually, no, I finished all my work on the, the next avatar path. I, I, I started rereading to re, today, I've been rereading and refamiliarizing myself with how the uh, Nemesis quest works. The, all the line of guild quests that yeah. leads up to the Nemesis. Yeah. 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 I think we'll probably give those the old, New coat of paint. Yep. In 2015. Did you uh, say new coat of paint? I said new coat of paint. <laughs> I, I new coat of paint. That's what I said. Okay. Taint. Taint. New cob of taint. <laughs> yes. Um. What about you, hot stuff? And um, I I proposed an item of the month that I like today, for maybe May. Uh, JB93 says a bunch of things. Um. First, I want to say that as somebody who played in 2007-2008 and then not again until 2014, Kingdom of Loathing is definitely a much better game now than it was when I played the first time. I particularly enjoy the new Naughty Naughty Sousaurus Tourer much more than the original one, so thanks and good job. Two, what do you think about the idea of changing the gender box on profile pages to a preferred pronouns box? On the one end, this seems like it would be a good way to make KOL more inclusive, which is something it seems like you've been consciously working on over the past few years. On the other hand, it could become a bit of a problem. If it's a drop-down, some people might get upset that you exclude their preferred option. And if it's a fill-in box, some people might use it to make offensive jokes. I think everyone would use it yeah. to make offensive jokes. <laughs> which could alienate some people for whom the change would not be meant to be more... Wait, would be meant to be more inclusive for. I'm not sure if it's a good idea or not, but it's an idea. We'd have to do a bunch of retrofitting to the game yeah like all of the writing is designed to split one way or the other rather than being a thing where arbitrary pronouns can be inserted we'd have to invent a third kind of bracket and then go over all the text Ah, jesus christ i wish that there was one i wish that there was a third and fourth and fifth kind of bracket so that we wouldn't use the same thing for different things in so many places i mean there are there are some other brackets, but I'm not sure if we have them available in that character set. Because there's like the Japanese square corner brackets and there's mm. the French double angle brackets. But I don't know yeah. what, what character encoding scheme those I use. think it would save them. I mean, it will save – I think we can store Unicode in there and it wouldn't matter. The trouble would be having a keyboard that would type them. True. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah, what would be would really be awesome pain, yes. is if physical keyboards had that feature – that the iOS keyboard has where you can hold down on a thing and then it gives you an array of variants for it, right? Like if you could set that up, there's probably software that would do this, right? But if you could set that up not for keys that you potentially wanted to repeat, although like you almost never want that feature. Yeah. The auto repeat thing. Maybe if you're like typing a hundred hyphens in a row or whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to make something real hyphy. When's the last time you used that except on backspace? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I use, I will put comments, I will put lines of a hundred hyphens in comments in code sometimes. Hmm. 
Uh, hmm. Yeah, I don't... I don't know what I would do if I was going to do it now. I kind of like the way Sunless Sea handled it, actually. Where it's like, you can say, how do you want to be referred? And it's like, sir or madam or captain, mm. right? Part of the problem is that there aren't a complete set of gender neutral pronouns in English. Yeah. And we could just say, well, we're just going to use they because that totally fucking makes sense. But it just is wrong, right? It's technically ungrammatical, and yeah. it would just generate a shitload of typo reports about it, and 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 that that sucks. I mean, I don't think that like XIE or any of that bullshit is ever going to catch on. Like, it's, it's it's to me, it's the same problem as English not having an actual word that means y'all. Yeah, like because it used to. Do you not just, just use y'all? Yeah, but not in y'all. You or can't do it. Yins or use. You can't do it in an academic paper. <laughs> Plus, does is there like a like does the they have all the? I guess yeah. There's possessive. There's accusative. Ah, whatever. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Three, with the advent of porcelain equipment, will future challenge paths in which you play as a regular class still drop stainless steel equipment and hardcore? Ah, that's a good question. Yeah, probably. Because, like, I'd rather you do that than go back and play unrestricted. So, yeah, why not? <laughs> um, I know it's not horribly important uh, to most of the player bases. Most of the player base already has it. But uh, to newer players might want to get it without having to do under circuit or some of the more boring old challenge paths. Yeah. Four, on a podcast a month or two ago, you guys talked about the idea of a challenge path where each monster has procedurally generated modifiers, tall, wide, speedy, which affect the stats of the monster. And you said it wouldn't be it would be uh, next summer's challenge path. Are you serious? Yeah, I think so. I think that's what I'm planning on doing. Um, I'm going to have to see how bad it looks if we were to actually like stretch out. The images stuff is going to be gross. I, it's probably going to be kind of gross, but I bet it might also be kind of funny. Yeah. And we could also let you turn it off if it really bothers you. But I think it's worth it's probably worth doing like a oh, fat guy. It just is twice as wide and have blurry. The, the fat short guy, which is like <laughs> maybe we could do a Photoshop filter and just save out versions of everything that looks better. Just automate the process instead of um, manually changing anything. Yeah. I mean. Do you think that Photoshop does a better job of that than Chrome? Yes. I think it does it a hundred times better than Chrome would. Oh, I don't think it's a hundred times better. Because it's just going to look all fuzzy and weird and blurry. JG LaForge says, hey, guys, I've been playing this game super casually for a sporadic six years. So thanks for all the good times and the amazing, unintelligibly complex podcasts. <laughs> yeah, no, they're so complex. A few things. One, Chateau is the best thing ever. Being able to not waste like 20 turns resting because I suck is super awesome. Two, the new revamp quests are perfect. Being able to complete main quests without the wiki just by playing turns is super helpful. Not having to check a wiki for a puzzle I can't remember is super helpful, even though I guess it costs speed. Yep. Three, actual question. Why exactly is the daily dungeon daily? Basically, every run I forget to do it until I get to the tower door and then get completely stonewalled by it for actual days rather than a turn count. Is It's the final climactic quest, but you have to Skyrim wait at a dungeon for it to open the next day rather than to make progress. Thanks again, guys. Keep being awesome. Yeah, I really would like... I mean, you're right, and that does kind of suck. 
now. What I liked about the Daily Dungeon originally was that it was one of a handful of things that made KOL into an actual multiplayer world because it was different every day, but the same for everybody every day. Hmm. Um, and slowly all of those things got sort of, you know, tournament moded away. Uh, and now the ones that remain kind of stand out like Clover Days and whatever. Although, did that change? Hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't either. I haven't heard anybody bitching about it in a long time. But I mean, maybe it's just because that didn't happen to be the worst source of swing. You know, nobody bitched about the digital key for like years. And then now it's suddenly the most important thing in the world, which is great because it means that it means that people are actually playing the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. If that, and if that's the worst thing that people have to worry about now, that's pretty good. Yep. Hammered says, I'm still looking for a way to boot our clans inactives without having them removed from the whitelist. Yeah, that's probably worth doing. So they can come back of their own power when they eventually do log back in. Yeah, just a like boot and also whitelist. Soft boot. Yeah. The white boot. Uh, ben T. Gaden says, y'all are familiar with the doorway effect, right? The idea that walking through a doorway makes you forget things now that you're in a different space, which is why you end up turning around in the kitchen wondering why you were walking in there. I bring it up to myself because I've heard Jick mention many times that he wants the game to have a feeling of place, and because I've once again found myself multiple times a day clicking over to my campground and then looking at the screen asking myself what I meant to do here. <laughs> it's usually adjusting my hybridization from the DNA extractor, but I'll stare at the garden a lot too without picking anything. Not a complaint, more of a good job, design goal achieved comment that I wanted to pass on. <laughs> Thanks for the great game. That's pretty good. Funny. Griffin P says, uh, the new Naughty Sorceress Tower is definitely a massive improvement. Thanks, Jake and Co. Griffin P also says, and this is, I'm curious how you guys feel about this. This might be an unreasonable request, he says, but would it be possible to somehow get the softcore standard path reward items while ascending in hardcore? I don't want to break my streak of 100% hardcore ascension since 2006. <sighs> what do you think about that? I mean, I'm, I am tempted to say, if you, what if somebody, asked the same thing, but said they didn't want to break their softcore streak. Is there some way to get the hardcore rewards by doing an easier path? What if, what if those rewards were not given to you, but you got X amount of karma and they were in a store in Valhalla mm, uh, or not necessarily karma, maybe, yeah, maybe their yeah, own a, currency, but, but Oh, so the naughty sorcerer, what you're saying is the naughty sorcerers drop 16 kinds of currency. Yes. And then you can use that to- <laughs> well, 16 different amounts of one kind of currency. Um, I don't know. You know, I'm the plan I'm pretty sure is for future years standard gear to be sort of backwards craftable without discoveries, Christ, into previous years so that they will continue to be accessible. I haven't entirely decided how that's going to work yet. But I guess hmm, we so, could make it so the hardcore currency could be crafted into yeah. the softcore currency. Or yeah, maybe maybe when you finish a hardcore run, you get you know your hardcore pants, but those can be uh, smashed into hardcore they pants into pants into wads well they or do whatever, they or? are now oh, it's just they? right now it's just a spleen item okay um, i see that so, yeah, that, so thing, maybe that thing you in the can future craft might be. that into 
So you can you can turn your hardcore pants into two softcore pants, or you can collect two softcore well, pants you can and make collect, them into. No, I'd say you can collect two hardcore pants and then make them into one softcore pants. Oh, you can cook okay. the hardcore pants with it, so if you cook it. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think, hot stuff? How do you How do you feel about? supporting that desire on the part of that player. Cause I think there are a bunch of people who feel like that. And part of me is for life. Part of me is like fine saying, well, that's a choice. And if the choice doesn't have any repercussions on what you can or can't do, mm. it is a less meaningful choice. Right. Uh, you know, but I think I would, that's probably the part of me that lean towards being super permissive. I would maybe make it expensive. Uh, like super, it would be way more optimal to do a hardcore run than to do five softcore runs to make a piece of hardcore gear or vice versa or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Right. Or 10, you know, like I could imagine just opening a shop because I feel like that'll, that might be the easiest way to deal with all the retrograde stuff anyway. And then have some options to trade softcore for hardcore at really unfavorable rates or something yeah i mean that's what i was saying two two for one yeah you know, well but i mean it might maybe even more right like that so that it's just clearly better use of your time to yeah, yeah or and or, plus i mean if those are all the runs that you're doing you're i mean if you're going to end up with how how many pairs of hardcore pants are you going to have anyway? Right. So that's. I mean, that ideally okay. you'd smash them and use the spleen, right? I mean, that was that's sort of what that was for. But you know, maybe there's a machine that you can throw porcelain pants and a million meat into to get polyester pants, hmm. right? Just like maybe can, the can stores take meat right now, or is it only yeah, yeah. meat plus an item? I guess yep. is okay. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. No, the new shop. I made it as flexible as possible. Which is why I want every shop to use it because yeah, it that's nice. supports everything. But yeah, I mean, that's actually just a, you know, a matter transmutator that right. is available somewhere. And that could actually just be how the old conversions work too, <laughs> you know? Right. Because it could only show stuff that is available to you, right? And that's a feature that shop interface already has. Maybe that's, maybe that's the way to do it and just figure out. Or, I mean, you know, maybe it's like a, Porcelain pants plus an ultimate wad <laughs> equals very, uh, polyester pants. Uh, oh God. But I'm not kidding about that. But like, <laughs> I mean, something you know, something from a clan dungeon, something valuable. Yeah. Each and each one is a different thing, so you have to explore different. Uh, yeah, could be or or create mall action for those things. You know, right. Uh, Sild says, hey guys, sorry for the long question. A longtime player slash listener just offering some thoughts on the new Spelunker familiar. Right now, after a few days of spading, I don't see a reason to buy it rather than purchasing the drops and playing the content. I'm not saying this to be a dumb jerk because I wanted to get one. No, I wanted to want to get one. Usually content familiars have an in-game bonus besides just dropping the zone unlocker for you, even if it only was something you could get uh, the items from the zones in hardcore instead of buying them. Uh, something like you could get the items from the zones in hardcore instead of buying them. Uh, because of how the Spelunker game works, right now there's very little reason to buy the actual familiar as opposed to just the drops the familiar gives. Uh, well, I mean, if you wanted to get them without having to pay meat for every single one of them. Uh, this isn't to diminish what looks like a great content familiar, but I'm worried it lacks incentive in the long run because you can have all the benefits without owning the familiar more so than previous content familiars. I think it's exactly the same as previous content familiars, right? I mean... Well, the content in previous content familiars was just sort of more ascension relevant. I guess that is, I guess that is true. So, I mean, 
I, I, I definitely understand where the complaint, not the complaint, where the statement comes from. But I think it's also okay to make something that you don't feel like you have to buy. You know, the, yeah. Because I mean, I, you know, if you're the kind of person who feels bad about not wanting to buy something, you probably are an okay customer, <laughs> right? Like, it, yeah, I wouldn't get too head up about it. Like, like, don't. It's okay for you to not buy it. Like, it uh, seriously. There it's is. Okay I think it is going to be very interesting because these, you know, there is going to be economic interest in doing a, a handful of these runs every day for sure for a long time. And the people that are able to generate them every day, it seems like it's going to be economically that it would pay for itself sooner than a lot of other items would. Yeah. But maybe not. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong about that thinking. Yeah. I mean, we definitely tried to design it in such a way that the unlocker items would stay more valuable for longer. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's got like the, what the rewards you get for being on the leaderboard and stuff. Yeah. And then there's a, there's the crazy, just like lottery yeah. thing. That oh, that reminds me. I meant, I meant to ask you, uh, I have actually my own question about that. Uh, I think somebody brought up in the forums are the prizes for being on the leaderboard similar to other leaderboard prizes. And in, in that it like it, the prize for first place goes to second place if the first place winner has already gotten one? No. Okay. They are not like that. Okay. Um, and partly that's just because it was easier to do it this way and also because I'm actually okay with one person getting really good at it and winning all of the prizes all the time because that incentivizes other people to learn that guy's tricks hmm. and try to beat him. Okay. Um, there is a way that someone... Could get, there is an undiscovered thing that someone could use to gain a tremendous advantage that they would be able to maintain uniquely if they did not reveal the thing that they discover. Interesting. Um, but, and somebody may already have, and just isn't saying anything, which would be fucking awesome. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. It's like, why are we so excited about players figuring stuff out and then maintaining private knowledge and supremacy for a while because mysteries are fun yeah it's interesting to us to yeah. be in to it, the it's players really to us don't because like <laughs> the players want somebody to figure it out and to post it right away so that there's just shared knowledge amongst everybody you know yeah but i mean i i mean i think players not liking that is players not liking it when somebody else is better at something than they are which like tough shit <laughs> you know it, it's gonna happen but Eh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe whoever uh, figures it out can be bribed into selling their secret mm, mm -hmm. or blackmailed. Ifot says various ascension leaderboards went away because only a few people cared about them. Can you get rid of the pool table leaderboards too? <laughs> there are only two people who care about those. <laughs> uh, no, there are there are all clans with pool tables that care about those. All you know what, guys. All of the clans that didn't whitelist pantsless don't have this problem. <laughs> so, it, like, man, <laughs> I came up with a solution to this problem that I think makes everybody happy. Um, but Including pantsless? Yet. Yeah, he, he was he liked the idea. OK. Um, hey, guys, says kill someone. Any chance of getting discarded instant karmas to update the karmic balance in the quest tracker? 
uh, there isn't a karmic balance in the quest tracker, except when you're in Valhalla, at which point I'm pretty sure it is reflected. So I wonder if that's a script that you're using. I guess it's weird that collecting karma is kind of the ultimate goal that we present, but then we just don't ever show you how much you have, except when you're in hell. Oh, yeah. Valhalla is secretly hell. Valhalla. <laughs> okay. Data point, says Elfin. Knowing nothing about Spelunky, this new item is pretty fucking awesome. Well, cool. You Industrial. should check out Spelunky. Yeah, you should. And it's nothing like this thing, though. It's thematically <laughs> very similar, but... Um, I I feel like I did a pretty okay job of adapting it, mm-hmm. honestly. Because I think it it's hard to deliberately do the, like, the balancing act between randomness and skill skill because the skill is knowledge Mm -hmm. basically with this but i think it worked out like i like the sort of journey that people go on Mm -hmm. did i already say this says industrial punk the new tower is awesome and i love the spelunking minigame well cool bernatio says hey guys when are we going to get our third set of classes the hippo poacher garlock and bagpipe brigand (laughs) bagpipe brigand is too hard to say garlock is kind of funny but garlic is not Gar- like, there's not that much you can do with garlic. Wow. I mean, I you can, that's probably not true at all, but. Well, I mean, you can put it in everything, right. but does that mean that <laughs> he has a spell that is everything? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's like, oh, garlic blast, garlic explosion, garlic boom, boom. <laughs> garlic butter. Garlic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, garlic toast could, like, burn dudes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And also, you know, at a function, you praise somebody. Maybe you just yeah, don't toast. mention that everything has garlic in it, and toast. it's just an unstated. So it's just Hip- toast. Hippo poacher would be a mysticality class, right? Because... <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, I have a question. How does the game decide what is and isn't considered time-limited? Do you mark it as such? Does it check to see if the content can be accessed in Bad Moon, or is there another way? I ask out of curiosity, because one of those 20-somethings who doesn't have a great concept of the worth of time yet, I'm designing a game <laughs> with my friends on the side. Wait, your friends are on the side of the game? <laughs> Was it? Hmm. I drive a van with my friends on the side. My actual friends. Not like a painting of them. But my friends are all weird screeds about <laughs> Obama. <laughs> and, um, and bikini-wearing wizards. Yeah. Um, thanks, and as always, I love the awesome stuff you produce. I even subscribe for $11 a month. Well, thank you. Uh, hot Stuff manually marks everything with dates, typically. That is part of his item pass step that yeah. gets done late in every content belt. And I screw it up every now and then, but then there are also a handful of things that need hard coding, which I don't know. I think CDM probably takes care of that. Yeah, the things like the fucking bookshelf skills, which are not skills. And there's also <laughs> some some weird stuff. Did you have to like replicate that code for standard or something? Because there's some stuff that is that is marked as expiring, but is still accessible in weird Yeah, ways. it's, yeah. Because standard is just a new path. I see. Right, it's like path 22 or 23 or something. Okay. I think it's 22, because it would have been cool if it was 23. So, like, th- there is at least some weird way currently to get, like, the Kung Fu Hustler effects. Mm-hmm. And I just let Chris know. Yeah, it's, it's, in the, it's in the bug queue, but that can sometimes take a week or two to get to. I don't know how important that is. 
Dr. Capitalism says, I just woke up from a very strange strange dream that involved finding a puzzle in KOL, which required me to solve a real-life mystery in Dallas, of all places. <laughs> Since it was a dream, most of the clues didn't make much sense. The first clue was to eat a taco, and most of my time was spent talking to oddballs at a diner. Just before I woke up, the mayor of Dallas was having me read facts about his beloved city. I assume that this was some sort of subliminally implanted hot stuff puzzle, and I'm sad I didn't solve it in time. So what was the prize? <laughs> I wonder if the Dallas Dallas. Dynasty Falcon Crest thing inspired the Dallas location or not. Uh, hmm. Elfin says, when I'm editing the top icon bar and, for example, add a link to the barrel full of barrels, could it suggest the icon of a barrel by default? I have a vague feeling you mentioned that it's supposed to work that way, but every time I add a new action there, it's just the normal town icon. Yeah, I think I thought that there was supposed to be default icons for a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's always been just the town icon for me as well. So, you know, that could just be a field in the place spindler, like a default icon for oh, yeah. making a link to a place, because I think most of the things are linked via that now. The barrel full of barrels in particular is not. Um, <laughs> right. But Elfin also says board games, hot dogs should totally be a thing. Even if you didn't record on a regular schedule, just anytime you happen to have some thoughts about board games, just talk about them. Yell some insightful dudes. Oh, well, thanks, buddy. Um, man, we're going to have so many board games to talk about after this weekend. I feel like we do talk about board games on video games, hot dog, a fair bit. Quine says, I like the year in review shows a lot. How about you do a decade in review? Start with an episode where you review 2003. Uh Then if you do one of these episodes a month, when you get to January 2016, you'll be right on track to do the 2015 year in review. (laughs) If you don't just do updates, but also talk about big company events like hirings, moves, incorporations, etc., then you'll end up with a pretty cool history of asymmetric at the end of it all. Yeah. Would we remember... Yeah, I don't know. I, you know, I bet we would. I'll bet we would. Because I'll bet I'll bet if we just went through and read the announcements like we normally do, I would remember stuff. Like you guys might not, but <laughs> hmm. I think I think context would knock loose a lot of memories. It might actually be interesting at some point when we're all in the same room to set up a convenient way for us to actually just do uh every year in review. You know, I don't know that we want to or even just a let's talk about every item of the month hmm. show, right? I'll bet we could go through that. And like, that would be like a two or three hour show. Yeah. Probably. That'd be kind of Just to talk. Because a lot of them would be like, I don't remember fucking anything about this. Do you guys know what this thing does? No. <laughs> this is, this was a, this was how we fucked this one up. Well, how'd we fuck the next one up? That was sort of similar to the way in which we fucked the previous one up. Um, I'm getting hungry. So let's stop doing this podcast. Okay. And go get a. Sweet, sweet enchilada. I'm going to get a chocolate enchilada. <laughs> mm. um, you have fun with that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we will be back uh, with Video Games Hot Dog in a little while. That is a meaningless transition yep. every single time I point it out. <laughs> yep. Uh, because they are in no way connected to one another for you the way that they are to us because they're separated only by a meal. To you, they're separated by perhaps decades of time. It's true. (laughs) Um, But this show's over. We need a way to end the Kingdom of Loathing podcast. Let's see. Make a hamburger out of farts. Okay. Wow. (laughs) I was just, I was trying to see if I could come up with something that you guys like less than the video (laughs) games hot dog sign up. Well, Sign I, I like good. the video games hot dog one now that it's procedurally generated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, make a hamburger out of farts. Have a great week, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>